welcome to Fantastic History. I'm Clay. I'm Sarah. We are a husband and wife duo who enjoy telling each other about amazing events, people, and mysteries throughout history. Sarah, I've got, uh, well, full disclosure, this is the week after we uh, we wrapped up the A to Z Guide to History's Great Panics. Well, your first episode after after that, yeah. 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 Um, so I'm a little I'm 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 a little burned out <laughs> from all that you know it, it was like five or more topics every episode. Oh uh, well, you know perhaps if someone hadn't added in all of these extra topics, it, <laughs> it mightn't have been so tiring. It's possible. It was still mm. a lot. Yes, yes, it would have been at least twenty six. So yeah, so I decided to take it a bit easier this week. So I'm doing a a, a shorter story. Okay. Um, and it actually has, it actually bears a starking resemblance to your very first episode. <gasps> it's about an animal? Well, let me set the scene for you, okay? Okay. All right. On November 20th, 1943, 18,000 Marines landed on the shores of the Tarawa Atoll in the Gilbert Islands. This is in the... Uh, um, the Southern Pacific. Okay. It was nearly a year since the U.S. had entered World War II, and so far, their engagement had had been met with little resistance on these tiny little islands out right. there. Yeah. And these were on uh, small islands, specifically between Hawaii and Papua New Guinea. Okay. And if you look at it on a map, you probably won't see anything. Right. Yeah. Because they're so small. Uh, but Tarawa was different. This was the toughest battle in the Pacific that the U.S. had encountered with heavy Japanese defense during their landing on the beaches. Okay. As the thousands of Marines descended into battle on the small island, they were joined by a duck. <gasps> oh, my God. Okay. But not just any duck. Donald Duck. Donald Duck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was in those World War II propaganda films. Gotta, I'm not totally out of pocket you here. You got to sell those war bonds. <laughs> this was Sergeant Siwash of the 2nd Marine Division. Oh, my God. And he was here to drink beer and kick ass. <gasps> Hell, yeah. Now, his story, as I said, is pretty simple. Well... It has similarities to Wojtek. Okay. Uh, as you can already start to tell. If he's drinking beer and he's got a rank, then yeah, sure. <laughs> However, unlike Wojtek, um, we are not going to be using his, uh, his nickname throughout the story. Okay. And the reason is because Siwash is a derogatory term oh, for Native oh. Americans in the Pacific Northwest. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, that's not cool. So it's a shame. Oh, God. Okay, well, I apologize for cheering, guys. I did not know that <laughs> until this moment. Yeah. It sounds just like any other name. You probably wouldn't be yeah. able to tell. Because... Or like a cutesy nickname for Seattle, Washington. Like... Yeah. yeah. Oh, yuck. So we won't be spreading stuff like that on the show, even though that is what he was known as. But for all we know, his Christian name could have been Matt. <laughs> right, yeah. We don't know what his real name was. Yeah. It's just what they called him. That's true, yeah. But for the remainder of the episode, I'm going to be referring to him as the Duck or Sergeant. Okay. I was going to suggest Sarge, like going a little informal, but that might be, you know, kind of disrespectful of his rank. So well, probably... Well, 
Maybe. Yeah. Maybe Sarge is not appropriate. (laughs) I'm sorry. Sergeant the Duck was won by Sergeant Francis Fagan from a carnival raffle in Wellington, New Zealand. Okay. From that point on, the duck would follow Fagan around everywhere. Oh. And the duck quickly became sort of a mascot of their division. It seems that, uh, that he was in good company. Colonel John Stone wrote in a note about the duck stating every time they had a social event, they would give him a beer and he'd get drunk. He is Wojtek. You're right. Yeah. That is hilarious. Maybe animals just like beer. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like they do. Yeah. He would then shake his head from side to side, a sign to his friends that he was happy. Oh, <laughs> Sergeant. Now, he specific he had he had uh, he had his um his favorites, too. Oh. I'm not sure about um like brands or anything. <laughs> But he did not like to drink draft beers. Oh. And it had to be warm beer, the way oh. it was served in New Zealand. Oh, interesting. Yeah, he had he, he had his standards. That's so funny. So, yes, he was a drunk, perhaps. But he was also a brave soldier. Oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> The fellow Marines claimed he would jump into a foxhole with his boys, and he was always the last to exit. Oh, my God. But he showed his true bravery that fateful day at Tarawa. As Marines stormed the beach, so did Sergeant, landing as well of his own free will. Can you just picture it in your head? Like, all these, like, soldiers running up the beach with, like, their guns in their hands. Like, it's D-Day at the beginning of Saber Private Ryan. Yeah. And he's just, like, rapidly waddling along beside them. Yeah. Like, I am dying inside right now. He didn't wear fatigues, but I like to imagine he did. <laughs> with a little helmet. Yeah. Oh, just... <laughs> oh my God. So he lands with the Marines. I don't know exactly which wave. I don't know if it was like the storming and all. He's there waddling along, or or if it's much it. later on. But <laughs> you know, we only have stories to go off of anyway. Well, I know you fill in the gaps. A I know bit. the truth in my heart. Yeah, yeah. Um, Front lines, baby. Well, apparently when he when he showed up, he was he was looking for trouble. <gasps> Sergeant. Well, as Fagan tells it, he found that trouble soon after landing in the form of an enemy rooster. <laughs> and like I said earlier, Sarah, <laughs> he was here to drink beer and kick ass. Oh, and he was God. all out of beer. Did he mess up little Jerry? The two birds engaged in combat <laughs> on the blood-soaked shores of Tarawa Atoll. In the end, Sergeant emerged the victor and chased away the enemy... But he was a bit knocked up from the scuffle. Yeah, I guess so. Fagan told the AP the following year, the rooster didn't stand a chance. Really? See, that's not... I, I can't imagine that because roosters have like talons and sharp beaks and ducks don't have either of those things. Well, ducks can be very ferocious. Oh, I know. But you know what I mean? like Especially when they've had a couple of beer. That's a really good point. Yeah. Okay. Meanwhile... Tarawa was being taken by the U.S. after a tough and costly battle. The Japanese had pretty much fought to the last man. And Rooster. Despite being vastly outnumbered, the Japanese had managed to kill over 1,000 Marines and over 2,000 more were injured. Oh my god. But they didn't kill a duck. Hmm. After the dust settled, the boys considered nominating their waddling brother for a purple heart. Oh my god. But instead, he was given a the following citation in Life magazine 
on January 17, 1944. <clears throat> For courageous action and wounds received on Tarawa in the Gilbert Islands, November 1943. With utter disregard for his own personal safety upon reaching the beach, without hesitation engaged the enemy in fierce combat, <laughs> namely one rooster of Japanese ancestry. And though wounded on the head by repeated pecks, he soon rooted to the opposition. He refused medical aid until all wounded members of his section had been taken care of. Sorry. He refused medical aid. Yeah, he said, none for me, thank you. This is, this is a good episode. <laughs> I, I, I got to fill some, some of this dead air, okay? Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> uh, from this point on, Sergeant was beloved even more by his fellow soldiers. Well, yeah. This was not the only time Sergeant would see action either. Goodness. He would see combat in Saipan when, while safely aboard a destroyer and Tinian. I think that's how it's pronounced, but I could be incorrect, sorry. Where he landed on D-Day and captured an enemy duck. Oh, my God. How does this keep... How are there more birds just hanging out? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, boy. Uh, All right. I couldn't find a ton about this enemy duck, uh, probably because Fagan didn't say a whole lot about it or it came from a different source. So we don't know if he captured the duck or if they became (laughs) friends or lovers. Mm. We don't know. It's like a double cross. All is fair for ducks in war. I am mad at you. <laughs> I am so mad at you. However, before Sergeant's days of war came to an end, he had one more surprise for his buddies. Apparently, before embarking on his last combat in D- on D-Day, Sergeant laid an egg. Pardon me? Yeah. Lady soldier? Turns out he wasn't a he after all. <gasps> God, <coughs> that almost killed me. And as <laughs> you almost took me out with that revelation. <laughs> oh my God! And I can only, you know, I can only imagine um, their re- the reactions of the Marines after learning this were even more surprised and proud of their of their girl chasing that rooster around. I mean, it's just like in Mulan, isn't it? Yeah, she got injured. They found out. Mm-hmm. And then she saved all of China. Wow. Yeah, it, it's a it's a beautiful story. Well, after seeing much action, Sergeant was discharged and went to the United States. Okay. There she was given a hero's welcome, appearing on radio broadcasts. <laughs> What's so funny about that? Uh, nothing. As a guest of honor at a luncheon in Chicago and given lots and lots of her fa- favorite warm beer. Oh. Sergeant. Uh, apparently, she was taken to a farm in California to live out her remaining days, but it wasn't long after that that apparently she just wanted to get back into it. Well, yeah. But she was not uh, approved of further duty at this point. Oh, come on. They did not want her in, the, in Korea at this time. I refuse to believe that this is not gender related. I think you're right. That's messed up. Well, also, she's a mother. And now, and so things were just different back then. They That's just must have said up. no. But mm. 
She did return to the Corps not to fight but to sell war bonds on a <gasps> tour with Fagan for the Korean War. She's the star-spangled duck with a plan. She sure oh, is. Oh, she could do this all day. <laughs> After this, she was officially retired to Chicago's Lincoln Park Zoo, where she did live out her remaining days. Just like Vortec. Yeah. Okay. She passed away in 1954 from, what else, liver failure. Oh, my God. Are you serious? I am serious. (gasps) Oh, my God. Wow. The old girl was here for a good time, not a long time. Hell, yeah. But honestly, she she was, by by all our estimates, 11 years old, which is pretty good for a duck. I I mean, is it? Like, how long do ducks live? Well, it depends on the breed, Mm -hmm. and I don't think it's ever said which breed she was. Okay. But... In captivity, they can live for a longer time. Mm-hmm. But considering the situation she was in. Oh my Lord, the stress she must have been under. Yes, you know? especially her liver. It's incredible she didn't give herself a heart attack. I know. Now, as far as I can tell, she was not given a Marine's funeral. Who do I speak to? Well, to be perfectly honest, unlike Wojtek, she was never given rank. Oh, that was just like her name. Well, her sergeant. Her, well, that wasn't her real name. Well, no, but you know what I mean, yeah. like Sergeant S word. Like, well, that, that that that's just what I said. Oh, yeah, she was not officially a sergeant. At, at most, she would have been a private. Well, you know, Wojtek was to start with, and he earned himself promotions for hauling <laughs> all that. And by the way, if if we've made it this far into the episode, and you're like, who is Wojtek? Um, episode two. Yes. All the way back episode two um, is, is where you'll find Wojtek. Yes. Very fascinating story. Thanks. Her body was stuffed and given to the National Museum of the Marine Corps in Triangle, Virginia. Oh. To be displayed for all to see and pay their respects. Right. I could not confirm what her ultimate fate was. Like, I don't know what happened to her remains Mm -hmm. but i feel in my heart that somewhere she's chasing spirits and day drinking with the devil oh sarge and that is the story of the duck who joined the marines i love her so much it's a pretty cool story huh i love her so much a real life peggy carter am i right yeah. Just just incredible. No notes. And Wonderful. And, and and as I said, um, she did make appearances in radio. There are lots of articles about her. She was in Life magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she was in Time as well. She should have been in everything, frankly. That's incredible. Yeah, it, it's, it's a fun story. <sighs> I loved that very much. And earlier when I said Donald Duck... Very presumptive of me. I should have said Daisy, clearly. That's and I, true. And I apologize to Sarge for that. That's true. Well, I did I, I did sort of um I did sort of lead you on with the he. Mm. Because that's sort of what one would their mind would probably go to first. World War Two soldier, sure. Yeah. yeah. But she uh she surprised everyone. Oh my god. Uh pretty good huh i love it (laughs) oh sarge it makes me think of that meme although i think in the meme it's a goose you know what i'm talking about like holding a knife in its beak oh yeah 
I'll post that on the Instagram in case somehow you are on Instagram and yet unaware of this meme. But that's what I kept picturing. And especially when you were talking about her, like taking that other duck hostage or whatever, (laughs) I was picturing her holding like a little knife in her beak. It's wonderful. So thank you everybody for listening to this episode. We will have another great episode next week. And we have about 30 episodes going back. My God, if, really? If this is your first episode, uh, please listen. Actually, if, if you haven't listened to our other episodes, please uh, please give them a shot because we have, we've covered so many weird stuff that we're already repeating ourselves mm-hmm. with animals in Animals in, in World War II. Yeah. <laughs> um, we would love for you to give us feedback. We are on Instagram, Twitter, our, 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 our what, what do you call handle. it? Handle. Our handle is a fantastic H. I forgot. fantastic h pod fantastic h pod and we also have a gmail account so you can send us any private messages suggestions uh, feedback anything you want fantastic history pod at gmail.com and if you're enjoying our program please subscribe like leave us a review and share it with your friends and family and clergy <laughs> Because we want as many people listening to this as we can. And as you notice, we're also ad-free. But if you want to support us in some way, we do have some products up on Etsy, including a fantastic history sticker. And we're going to be adding more stuff as time goes on. I recently, following the last installment of the... um a to Z panics, I put a Y2K compliant shirt um, up on the Etsy that I feel like, you know, even if you're not a fan of the show, if you are from the 90s, um, as we are, you'd probably enjoy wearing that shirt. I look forward to wearing it. There's also like a phone case if you want everybody to know <laughs> that your your iPhone is Y2K compliant. There you go. Perfect. So thank you for listening and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.